Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Nineteen minutes after eleven, and it's time for closet conversation. Close the door. Let everyone who's under the age of eighteen please vacate the room so that we can talk a sexy, saucy sex positions. Yes, we started this uh, topic last week with Dr. Funda Kamaboza, and uh, we continue now. Uh, I'd like to just reintroduce her. She's also known as an antu. This is Dr. Baba Alwa Funda Kamaboza also known as an Antu from Western Breeze and is one of the owners of Afro Love Expo. Mm-hmm. This lady is the one that keeps things spicy and hot in our bedrooms. Doctor, how are you? Uh, I'm okay, man. Pat, you know, I was listening to your previous conversation. It's just one of those most difficult conversations that we need to have. Mm-hmm. I've got all these difficult facets that we need to try and untangle to get our society back to what it's supposed to be a new normal or whatever kind of normal that we want to call it, where everybody feels like they can express themselves and they can do it so safely. Thank you, man, for having this conversation. Okay, I am fine, Pat, and I'm always so excited. How have you been keeping? I've been keeping okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you say an orgasm a day keeps the doctor away. Hey, uh, my doctor's appointments have been too often. So let's oh, move no, on. Man. Let's move on. Let's move on. Last week, we started talking about uh, various sex positions, and I was very brutally honest, I think, to my own detriment, that I, most of them, I've never even heard about them. I've got a thick book here that we are still going to go through. But yeah. one of our caller, our listeners asked, was speaking about the squeezing of the vagina um, during sex. So his woman always squeezes the vagina and makes him excited. And you said that's the first thing you want us to start about today before we go on to these um, positions. Yes, before we go on to the positions, you know what, Pat, the conversation in the olden days has always been, I want a certain size of the penis so that I can have full enjoyment of my own sexuality and that of my of my partner. Now the conversation has changed. Remember, evolution and transformation are almost a permanent part of life. The conversation is saying, yes, you can choose whatever size penis that you choose because everybody chooses the kind of partner that they'd like to have. But what is also very important is making sure that you tell your vaginal muscle strength for everybody's benefit for yourself the owner of the vagina and for your partner because your partner could even be a female for that matter who is going to either be doing your fingering or utilizing some form of toys or sex toys or or love toys depending on whatever you want to call it now the strength of the vaginal muscle is determined by how much do you use the muscle a, mice, a vagina is like any other muscle. If you use, not use it, you lose it. So if you are not concentrating on making sure that it gets its benefit through you, then what else can you do? The other thing that you can do is the exercising of the muscle. So how do we then exercise the muscle? We can do what we refer to as Kegel exercise, which is contracting and relaxing the muscle. This you can easily do any at any every time. But it's easy to think of of it when maybe sometimes you go to even the bathroom. In the olden days, we would go and pee outside. When you pee outside, you'd realize that you've left a hole. 
in the in, on, 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 on the ground or in the soil. That goes to show how easy it was because your pee was strong and your vagal muscle had a good strength. Now I always say to, to, to our fellow sisters and mothers and everybody who's female, just try and do this exercise and see what is the impact of, 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 of your pee. But when you then go and pee and you are conscious and how also you're supposed to be squatting, especially when you go to a public bathroom, we are not expecting you to be sitting down, but make sure that you do not spill uh, any of, of, of your urine on top. This is through you sitting and squatting there, holding onto your vaginal muscle and only releasing the pee at the level at which you want to release it. So you contract the muscle and relax the muscle. Contract the muscle and relax the muscle. So you can then say to yourself, I'm going to do it this at least twice a day, maybe in the morning or in the evening. Or sometimes when you are working in your desk and you've run out of ideas and you don't know what to think, you can always think of doing this exercise. But is it that simple? No, man. It's not that simple. And even contracting and releasing all the other muscles that are there uh, around that area, but what is it that you can do to be consciously exercising your muscle? This is where the Kegel balls or the love balls come in. Because here, when you've got your balls, clearly you are going to be uh, consciously working your vagina. Because can you imagine if you did not go to gym and you just sit in your, in your couch and say, now I'm doing my arms, and you just lift nothing. It's not going to be the same as somebody who goes to gym. So you take your Kegel balls and you insert them in. And there's one good thing now about the ones that are in the market. They're even vibrating balls, so you can use them for everything else. So you put them in properly. Other people look at them and say, but they are big. No, man, those things are very big. I can't really put them inside it. I promise you, the vagina can be big enough. It can, if you can take the child's head out, it can most probably take most of those balls. It doesn't matter how big they look. So you push both balls in and you contract and relax. Contract and relax. You don't have to do this the whole day. You can choose which times of the day you are going to do it. But also, because when you contract and relax, and they will give you an added advantage of the fact that you now you start thinking of your vagina. You become consciously in it. So it assists you that if you are going to have a session on that day, whether it's self-love or any other session, already you have had your presence in your vagina. So it makes it easy for you. Now, this contraction and relaxing will increase the intensity, the intensity that you can apply with those muscles and increase your muscle tone because that muscle is continuously being exercised through the contraction and relaxation. Now, of course, we will know that a person who doesn't have that tone because they have not been exercising will most probably not be the first exercise or practice or utilize it in the same way who does the exercises. So that's what that thing comes from. And then once you've learned to contract and relax, because the art of enjoyment of sex during any form of penetration is how you use that muscle to hold onto the penis, either due to, during the thrusting or holding onto it as the person slides out to go and thrust again as they pull out. So then you develop some kind of a rhythm. Either you close your muscle in to give a tighter feel for your partner as they thrust in, or you hold onto the muscle as they pull out. So that's where the magic is. And I promise you, as long as you are female and you are a Size your vagina, you have that magic. So you're a magician. All right. Uh, become a magician, ladies. Uh, tighten those muscles, not for him, but for yourself as well, according to doctor. Let's uh, start with a doggy style. This is one of the positions you wanted to speak about and um, the variations and uh, who is it good for and how does it work? 
Before we even go to that position, Pat, you know, I'd like to thank your listeners, those that are in contact with me on some of the social media. They came back to me and said, mm, 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 mm. you flaunted my beautiful uh, position. The corkscrew. Last week, remember you asked me about the corkscrew, but what I explained was the tabletop. Pat, I'm a teacher. That's one thing that you do know. I teach in one of the universities, but I don't teach in sex and sexual health. Uh, I teach in oral health. But Ah, you cannot separate these things. One day we will talk about how I ended up in sexual health. So I am always thinking like a teacher. So last week I explained the top, the tabletop position where you are lying on the edge of a of of of, of, a, of a table or you're lying on the edge of a bed. Was and this the, cor- the corkscrew? Now I'm going to the corkscrew. Yeah. Yes, I'm, so I'm you're going back to last week. On it. I'm just going back because your listeners said, you, you did not do well there. Please go back and correct what you did. And I couldn't correct night when the listeners called me, which is always nice. It's nice also that I'm, tra- I'm interacting more with our people since we started with this show. So what you do when you move from the tabletop, which is the position where you're sleeping and your partner is penetrating in front of you and you've got your legs open. But what you could do now going to the corkscrew position is to put your head, you lift one leg, Pull it over your partner who's standing in front of you. Now you will be facing the one direction. You slide your body across and you are sleeping on the edge of the bed and forcing the, the opposite direction. Now your partner is behind you. So you will keep your legs close together and then you will lift up one arm with the one that is underneath to lift up your upper body a little bit. Now your partner, in the same way, exactly like how the cook school opens the wine when you're opening the wine bottle. Now you're sleeping there with your legs together. Your upper body is slightly up, lifted up, so it is part of your weight has been lifted up, and your partner can is then behind. The reason why I explain it like this, and of course your partner will then be navigating. This position makes you, because your, your legs are tied together, it makes it easy for you also to contract and relax the muscle. And you can glide in and out, because also what you don't want is just to lie in like a bag of potatoes. Because remember, parents, what we also had was a conversation with one of our listeners last week who said that my partner, I'm the one who feels like I'm doing all the work, my partner that just lies there and does nothing. So in all positions, try and be, as much as you are the taker, give a little bit so that, or not even a little bit, give enough so that your partner does not feel like he's undone. So the person will then be behind you and driving in and out, while you also assist in a more rhythmic way. So I thought, let me just correct that. All right. And but then- the reason why I bring this up is because, why I'm explaining it this way, some of the fun is coming from shifting and changing positions without disintegrating or without moving away from each other, where you just change the legs, put the legs together, do whatever that you need to do without uh, really moving apart from each other. Yes, Pat, you wanted to say something. I wanted to ask, is this position for only heterosexual relationships or is it uh, also for homosexual relationships? It is also for homosexual relationship because what you're going for is the area where you want to do the penetration in. So you can also, the male, whichever male counterpart will be lying down on the edge of the bed. So it means if when they're lying on the edge of the bed, they are able to see your penis, but now your anus is nicely exposed. Okay. It's but- nicely exposed so it's there your partner can even see it. And the other added advantage is that here, 
when we, especially with, when you start with the tabletop, you are able to see each other, and then you can glide into positions. This makes it easy also for the per- person, panic, the one that is not being penetrated, to be there and get a lot of attention. This also, of course, that we cannot run away from the conversation to say, anal sex has got benefits both for homosexual and heterosexual people. And also, even your male partner, might enjoy this and this should not be a taboo because all of your body is a sexual organ even the man who says i'm heterosexual if you start having that conversation and you touch in that anal area because that anus is also a sexual it's part of the sexual being and so it might need attention as long as you agree on it so any and everybody can benefit can, can benefit from this so even your heterosexual male partner they could be lying back and when you are utilizing your toys or even fingering them in, in that position remember you can join in on our conversation. We'd like to hear from you. The number to dial is 0891-104-207. You can remain anonymous or 011-714-4045. You can also send us a WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. We've got Dr. Babalo Fundaga Boza, who's teaching us a couple of these new, or if you're an experienced person, um, <laughs> these exciting <laughs> sex positions. Now, uh, you, yeah. That's and I'd well. like to ask, I just really, really like to humbly ask, some of the messages I'm getting here on WhatsApp are actually really inappropriate, so I'm not going to read them out. Uh, please make sure it's not um, messages that are um yeah, just offensive because I won't be able to read them up. So don't say Patricia doesn't read our messages. If it's offensive, my producer will not allow me to read it. Let's go to a position called doggy style. Hmm? Oh, yeah. So this doggy style, explain it to us, please, because, you know, as people from the villages. <laughs> oh, I'm a village girl myself. That's why I felt last week because I thought it was the only reason we're going to do this position. But this specific position needs to be talked about. Unfortunately, it has been demonized. I think because also the name dog, which is an animal, has been demonized also. Because if you want to insult anybody, I love Jale. Because that's what it feels like it's an insult. So I think that's why the position also is not. Let's talk anymore. about the position. <laughs> this How is does one it work? of the most beautiful position. So as a female or the person who is going to be on the receiving end, be it or male or female, you basically are on your fours. So it means that got you are on your knees and you are holding on with the hands on the floor also. So we have almost created a tabletop with your with your back. And of course it's always very important that you need to balance your your your, your weight and you need to protect yourself. Now you can also decide whether you're going to lift your your head up so that you are able to look behind and be able to have some kind of a contact with your partner. So your partner will be hunching back exactly the same way that dogs would exchange their, their love sessions or dogs would be having sex. So your partner will be over you and holding on the advantage of this top of this position is that your partner's got both of his hands because he's on his knees behind you. You can open your legs slightly so that the partner can slide between your legs from behind, of course. And so they'll be hunching over you and holding on to your to your, either your waist or they can slide over to also give attention to the to to your to your breast. But the beauty of this position is the fact that now you've got two hands your partner's hands that are available to play with your clitoris. Because this is one of the areas in a woman's body that, of course, research has shown that majority of the women would get their orgasms from it or also it gives stronger orgasms to those 
that might have orgasms from other areas. This position allows your partner to slide in and out. If you recall, Pat, when we talk of the G-spot, which is one of the hot areas or the hot spots in a woman's body. So in this position, it's easy to slide in, in and slide out. As you slide in and out, you can easily touch that, uh, that, that G-spot, which is like a beam inside or a piece inside your vagina. So when you slide in and out from behind, it's easy to hit it. And also in this position, research has shown that because the pelvis looks like, or it might feel like it gives a, a bit of length on the partner. So you can even achieve what is referred to as a uterus um, an orgasm. Now, a uterus orgasm is at, at the end of the tube, or the vaginal muscle tube itself. It enters into the uterus. So if your partner can slide through to that area where it gets to that area, then it gives you um, a, a uterine orgasm. But now, doctor, you know, some women might report that this could be painful, especially if we're talking about a heterosexual relationship. It, it, it could yeah. be painful. What could be leading to this particular pain? It is not expected that it should be painful, sex should be painful at any point in time, unless if there's other issues that you could be having. Others will say because now it's a sensation that you're really not used to. And sometimes when it happens for the first time, it gets uncomfortable, not painful. Because we always need to work out whether are you uncomfortable or are you feeling pain. And so when it reaches there, of course, because now there's nerve endings, we need to remember that the vaginal tube itself or the muscle itself inside, it does not really have a lot of nerve endings. So there's not a lot of fun in the trusting in and out. There are just mainly two areas, which is the G area, that just thought that works out or it continues to come out or there's a, a lot of nerve fibers that come from the G-spot, which is just about two phalanges on your finger inside, sliding up towards the clitoris. The rest of it is does not have that much nerve endings, which is why a lot of women might feel I'm not having a lot of fun on this. So if you now trust in and you go to the end of the vaginal tube muscle and touch the, 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 the uterus itself, it might be uncomfortable. So which is why it's always important that you need to communicate during this time and stay close to how you feel. Be in it. Create a serene environment where you are able to exactly find out what is it that you are feeling. And when you are feeling anything during this dance, you then say, hold on, we need to find out what it is. It's not about humping and humping and, and trying to come at once. Sometimes it's about the search finding and trying to make the best of each and every position so that you can identify and be able to see areas that are really feeling good. In that case, also, when it is now painful, you are able to say, now this is painful. Now this is no longer uncomfortable. But let's make conversation almost a permanent part during the day. No, doctor, uh, I think, you know, this position as you have described it, right, I'm, I'm just wanting to ask, should you be trusting your partner? I mean, you, the partner who's at the bottom with both hands and knees, you know, away and the other partner is at the back. You need to trust your partner to be able to do this position clearly or have yes. clear communication because for a person who's got anxiety and trust issues, having someone behind you, you, you can't really see them could be... Um, yeah, it could be very strange for a lot of people. You are so correct that trust is a demanding part of a sexual relationship, especially in a case where you are going to start exploring certain things. So you need to trust your partner. And it, you, it should be somebody who is able to take a cue from you. And also, if you have a strong muscle, to, a muscle, you are able to control how far your partner can trust. Because if you close your muscle and you squeeze it in, they might not be able to trust that deeply. So there's two factors you are so correct, that of trust 
and also how we can utilize the muscle to control once you have gotten to a point where you're feeling like I am safe with this person and I'm able to trust this person. Now, let's and of course, you know, there's a risk on this one. Let me say something, Pat, because I am in this space, so I get to see what is happening. You'd find that there are even videos that could be taken, so if you are not really safe and not trusting the person, there are people that during this time would be having their phone because you are facing away. They might be taking a video of the session without your consent, so trust goes a long way, especially in the space where we cannot run away. Fourth industrial revolution is a reality. It happens everywhere else, and it also could be a reality for your sexual life. My goodness. Okay, now you've just opened up a new can of worms, and we're going to have to have a conversation about this. Trusting your partner yeah. enough not to be videotaped in secret, whether hidden cameras or whatever. But right now, let's look at these positions, okay? Because this thick Bible yeah. here. Some of us <laughs> practitioners or would-be practitioners want to get out of this show understanding what to do. Um, there's a position called face-off. Now, when I'm looking at the picture of this position, it looks very... Hey, Angaz, I don't know what to say to you, but explain to me what is face-off. Okay. I don't want to get our positions wrong this time, Pat. I don't want to fight with our listeners. I'm just going to go and look for position face-off so that I make sure that I get exactly <laughs> how I'm supposed to get it. But because clearly our uh, our listeners are with us and are with us in this conversation, which is also... They probably have the same but... book that Ben gave me. Because <laughs> Benzita gave me this whole thing book. I don't know these things either. So face-off... Uh, it, it, it looks like uh, the partner, one partner is sitting and it looks like the male partner is sitting on a chair uh, or the edge of a bed and this guy is facing, they're facing each other, but I'm not really sure what then happens. Okay. Face of position when they are looking at each other. Okay. If the one partner is sitting on top of the edge of the bed and clearly one will be sitting and facing the other direction. So the one partner would be having, most probably having their legs on the ground whilst the other partner is having the legs on top of the bed. So you basically will be sitting um, um, and, and having your legs around your partner, uh, the one that is sitting with the legs on the edge of the bed, and, and you are looking at each other. So the advantage of such positions, which also I think one of them is called um, um, uh, the lotus position, you are able to now have... A- Mm-hmm. Infidelity in this relationship. Uh, we were talking about face-off position, and uh, I think Doctor was about to tell us the, you know, the sort of uh, juiciness about this position. Let's give her a bit of an opportunity. Hopefully, we'll get her back on the line, or else, yeah, a lot of people are going to be fighting with me. I've also got anonymous here. Anonymous sent a message, and uh, anonymous is, is, a, is a female, and she says, "Okay, Doctor is back." Doctor, Thank you so much. Before you continue, the cheating started. Okay, the cheating has started, I can tell, but it's it's okay. I forgive you. Before you go on about explaining face-off, I had started just going to Anonymous's message, and Anonymous was saying that uh, her husband uh, likes it when she slaps him on his testicles and bums, and um, she she's not sure whether this turns him on or not. And he also likes it when they have uh, sex from behind, but not in her anus, and sometimes lying on her side. Oh, yes. So, is, All right. is there Thank you so much for mm-hmm. bringing that up. I'm going to go to the face of, but I think the partner, they, 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 our listener, they think something that is very central that we sometimes 
never really get to talk about. I, I guess because there is always a general fear, which might not be correct, that women are the ones that have been left behind most of the time when it comes to sex and sexual growth and understanding of their body. So sometimes you leave the men out. Yes, men also are sexual beings. In the same way that you want to be touched and harassed and made to feel good during sexual session as a woman, our male partner counterparts also would like to have that feeling. As much as they have muscle, but it doesn't mean you do not want your muscle being caressed and being touched. They've got their areas that are hot spots also. You might find that there are men that really want you to be touching their uh, testicles during this time. There are men that also would like to give you to give their attention to the to the to the to, to their teeth. So there could be a lot of other things that men are also expecting. But it's good that, that we have a conversation. Because in the same way, Pat, there mm-hmm. are men especially China where we grew up in certain areas, that you say, that you can never touch. So you don't want to want to be central and you end up with war. There are men that say, you must never touch my head. You must never touch my testicles. So I think conservation becomes very important, where you know exactly where your men would like to be at, to be touched. And also, men, there are men that would say, I'm a human being, I'd like to also be spanked, because that's how I'd like to feel. It's not just females that might want to be spanked. So let's have this conversation to say, where are your hot areas? Where would you like to get attention from? Okay. Uh, well, the well, on that, on that, on that note, uh, Doctor, this... Um I'm, I'm being posed a question here around the spanking of the balls um, or the testicles. Penis and ball torture, what is that? Is that part of the spanking? It's, it's, it's part of the dancing. You remember, people determine how far they are going to go in their sexual journey. This forms part of what is referred to as BDSM, where somebody would like you to spank the balls and put a bit of pain on them. And of course, others will even say, I want you to almost hold them as if you are going to squash them in. You know, any man right now, as I have said that, they must have be cringed. Because this is one of the most painful things. I understand from science and from having conversation with men that if you squash balls and they go inside, it becomes the most painful thing. But there are people that say, I want you to hold them until they are almost there because it creates a position of where I'm feeling like I'm getting to, going to get pain or I'm that anxiety that they are going to be pushed inside. So there's different uh, tastes for different people. So there are those that want during the session, they want to feel a lot of pain. Where they say, when you feel pain, there's a lot of adrenaline rush. That's where the science comes from. So there are people that would prefer that. There are those that say, you know what, I just want my balls to be day. But what happens and what makes it easy for those that want to feel pain during this time is the fact that during an erection, balls, because they are preparing themselves to, to get rid of whatever that is within the balls, they would most probably move up the body. They will not be sagging like your normal day-to-day, especially 12 o'clock midday, where they are running away from the heat of the body. They will be moving close up. So if you have to do any work on them, be it kissing them, be it caressing them, be it playing with them, or even massaging them. So it makes it easy because they have come up and close to the body. Let's go back to face-off. You were about to tell us what makes face-off so saucy. Face off is a space where you are able to have a conversation with your eyes because you are there, you are very close to each other. So you are able to look in as if you're looking for a sparkle of a diamond within the person's eye. You are there right there on each other's face. So your partner is sitting and you are sitting over him with your legs bent over to the edge of the bed and you are almost holding on to their waist 
and of course you've got your both hands you can hold on to them because also here trust comes a long way because you might feel like hey, you know what am i going to be able to carry my weight and not fall behind but your partner's hands are there so they are in full support so it is also one of those uh, um, um, uh, positions that is referred to as a spiritual positioning because um at this time it's like the spirits are so close because there are people that if if the two breaths are very close to each other, it's like you're ex- extending or ex- ex- exchanging your spiritual being. So if that's how close it is. And it can also push your body, so it gives you an, an opportunity for you to have a lot of skin contact in the upper body. And this position is easy because you can, the female or the person that is on top, can determine how far they trust in, utilizing their legs, holding onto their partner. You can almost open them out as you slide out and slide back. Slide in with your eggs, uh, legs opened up. So you don't want to put your, your your whole weight also on your partner. So this assists you. So your partner can also utilize their legs, to, their hands to take some of the weight so that you, don't, you are not sitting on top of them. Because you can imagine that sometimes you have a partner that's not very small and you do not want positions that are going to be making you to carry your partner. So you can slide in, slide out, slide in, slide out, or even open up a little bit and move your circle, do your circle. Doctor, there's a question that's just come to mind. Um, that of, um, you know, do, can certain positions, especially if it's a woman who's on top of a man, um, and I know it's, I think in pictures. So if a, a woman mm-hmm. is a bit heavier than the man, and for instance, they're doing face off and she's on top of him. He's at the edge of the bed and he's got a tinier body structure and she's there thrusting and moving and gyrating. Is it possible that this woman could um, harm, hurt, break, fracture the penis? Okay. There is unfortunately injuries that could happen to a penis, but these are very rare. This will happen most of the time with a lot of vigorous movement, with the trusting and changing of position in an argue or in un- a way that is not coordinated properly. But it's not natural that you get such. Because you need to remember, it's not like you're really working against pressure and there's nothing that assists with the sliding. Because of the wetness of the pen of the vagina, so it makes the sliding in and out much, much easier. And this will also provide uh, for lubrication and for the comfort of the penis without a lot of damage. But yes, there are instances where a penis might, uh, uh, can, can, can be damaged. But most of the time, this will be through accidents or maybe really very bad, vigorous movements. But naturally, no, it is not expected. And, and but not, based on, not no, based, not based on size? Not based on size. No, the only thing is just you just try and control your weight. So, which is why we then refer to as sex as an exercise. Because when you're exercising, you get to learn how not to put your weight, but keep yourself on the toes while still still having fun. And because you are having a good feeling that you can never even explain to anybody, even the one that is sitting next to you. So it's easy for you to control the things that you wouldn't naturally control. Because you feel like, oh, God, my body can never get my weight. But when it gets to that point where the excitement and the adrenaline is taken over, you are able to do things that you naturally would not be able to do. Okay. What's the next position you want us to go to? You mentioned something about the lotus position. The lotus position... It's almost the same position as the one that we've talked about, which is face-off. But in this case, they also refer to it as, as an own position. So the own position is mainly utilized by those people that are practicing what we refer to as tantric sex. 
Now, tantric sex is some, some form of spiritual sex because whether we like it or not, sex ranges from just being a physical being where you are just enjoying physically or enjoying your body, but you could utilize it also for your spiritual benefit. So in all position, you are very close to each other. There's very little movement that happens there. So your bodies are almost in tight and very close contact, but the sitting is almost the same. You can even put your legs now, instead of kneeling, you can put them behind your partner. So basically holding all yourself and making yourself one. The hands, in this case, they become very important as to where you place your hands. You might not be able to want to put, put your hands on the lower parts of the body because here what is, is being looked at is having a heart-on-heart uh, a contact. So you might put your legs almost in the heart area because these are the people that believe that sexual energies move in certain areas of the body. So you want to be holding on the areas, mainly in this case, when you're looking at love energy, which is almost close to the heart. This only does not, is not only physical, but also you then regulate how you breathe with each other, which is something that is also very nice. That you want to, every time when you're having sex, be conscious of how you breathe. Because breath is very important in any form of exercise for that matter. That if you can be in sync with the way how you breathe, it also assists you to come close to each other. So this is more of a position where there's not, as much as there's an, a bit of movement, but there's not a lot of trusting in out in position and going in. You might find that there's a bit of rocking and and, 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 and a lot of movement just around the waist where you can do secular movements, but there's not a lot of trusting uh, that we usually see and a lot of people that might be enjoying. So it's a serene position of oneness where you still you want to be one with your partner. And so the main aim is to be very close to each other. So that's what we'll be expecting from that position. So on WhatsApp, I've got uh, here, uh, when a woman is on top of a guy, there is no heaviness. No heaviness can be felt when doing <laughs> sex. <laughs> well, you see, that's a very curious thing about that. You know, you think you are heavy in a, in a normal way of life. But once you get into a sexual space, you need to remember that Pat, as much as we might not be that away, we are getting into an energy space. And sexual space, sexual energy is one of the most beautiful energies that we've ever been experienced. It's the most beautiful gift, I think, that was given to, uh, to human beings, where you become this other thing that you have never thought you'd be in your life. Hmm. I, no heaviness, Jen, so don't worry. Go get yourself any sized woman. And <laughs> I'm sure the ladies will be pleased to hear this because I think we become very conscious uh, during sex about our bodies, doctor. It is one of the most unfortunate things that because of how sex has been sold and it continues to be sold, we have seen that it looks like a certain size body is a sexy body. But you know, I think things are changing, which is very refreshing. We are in a space where people have started to open themselves up and say, but I like a bigger woman and there's nothing wrong with loving a bigger woman or being attracted to be a bigger woman. But even though we are getting to that space where we are accepted for who we are, and this can mainly happen when you have loved and accepted yourself. Because if you do not love and accept yourself, how do you expect the next person to do it? But even though we have got into that space where all bodies are becoming accepted, you can see even, I mean, with the clothing shops, and things have changed with the adverts, we no longer see only what is referred to as size zero. I hope it, and people do not take it in a negative manner, but our small size women. But, you know, we, we are seeing a lot of change, but let's stay healthy. 
we can be big, what we are also making sure that we are not going to get into a space where we are not healthy. This goes for a smaller size body and a bigger size body. You can be anything except yourself, but please make sure that we live a healthy life like that. Now, let's get more saucy. I see there's something called the pretzel dip. Oh, yes. Now, the pretzel dip, it moves from the same position that we've talked about. Remember that uh, the art is from disengaging or taking the penis or whatever that you are utilizing for penetration out, but just move your legs in a way where you create an art way. And, and because the main thing is to also have fun as much as you would like to have those orgasms. Now we were in a position, the previous position that we've talked about, which is the corkscrew. So you can move from that position by just lifting one of the legs up. And now you, instead of your partner being on the floor with his legs, now they leap to the also the edge of the bed, or you can even move to the center of the bed. So your partner will be in, in their knees. And now what you do is you lift up one leg and you throw them over the one side of the partner. So the, the female, in this case, let's just explain in a heterosexual uh, uh, relationship, not that it doesn't apply in other relationships. So you are sleeping on your side with the one hand over, lifting up your hand so that your head, so that you can see what is happening. And you've got your legs together. You lift up one leg and you put it over your partner who is kneeling between now your legs. So you are on your side, they are almost looking over you on the side. So this position also cuts. Because your partner has got two hands that are available, it makes easy access to touching and caressing your body. You also have one hand that is free that you can utilize for that. So also your partner will be sliding in and out, in and out, or even doing the circular movement. Also you can assist your partner in this case on how far you'd like them to trust. It also assists in the trusting and, and it can give that deeper penetration and the partner might feel like they are even longer. But what is important is, is maintaining eye contact because you, you are also looking to see is my partner comfortable? Is my partner enjoying me? Is she enjoying herself? Is she, I, am I, you know, and vice versa. So you also in this position are able to, to have an eye contact. And third, it's very important. I know it's one of those areas also where people do get a bit uncomfortable. Are you one of those that would want to switch off the light? If you are doing this kind of position, what is important is the fact that you want to also see that sparkle in the eye and get to see how far you can touch each other when it comes to sexual intercourse. So you must consider having those lights on because we can never run away from people, especially those that feel, don't feel comfortable with their bodies. They'd rather, you know what, let's just keep the lights off. But eye contact is very important and you can only appreciate that during a time when you have the lights on. Now, you know, I've, the question here from Anonymous says, is sleeping naked a way of connecting or strengthening the chemistry between partners true? <laughs> but, you know, that's not it's, it's cold. Okay, so, do, so, doctor, it's cold right now. Okay, I'm, I'm not hating on anyone who's got a permanent partner next to them, but it is cold right now. But please answer the question. I'm going to answer the question, but I just want to give a disclaimer. Pet, I'm a naturalist. I'm one of those people that enjoy being one with nature, and part of it is that I'm, I'm, I, we don't wear clothes. So I would like to assume that all naturalists out there think, of course, that's the only way you sleep. It doesn't matter the season, pet, because there you get to, you do not have anything that's holding on to your body. Remember, society has taught us that during the day you have to hide your body. Uh, you have to be out there 
when you are out there, you have to put all these tools. And you can see societies moving sometimes with the, depending on the fashion in a certain season. We wear very tight clothes. It's okay, they look good, but they are not good for us. So during the day, the whole body has been bunched up now. It's going to be winter. We'll be wearing, I know there are women that partners will be complaining because you'll be wearing five stockings and the pants and all these other things. And you even take some of these to bed. No, man, you can warm each other naturally if you've got a partner. If you do not have a partner, it takes a very few minutes for you to warm yourself under the blanket. So sleeping naked, yes, it's healthy, not just for yourself as a person, but also skin. Remember, pet, skin is one of the biggest sexual organs in your body. So when you touch the skin or it rubs against somebody else, it gives you a sense of relaxation. And when you relax, you, 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 your immune system goes up, you become a better person. So yes, let's keep winter or no winter. Let's try and sleep as naked so that we can contain the skin and benefit to, from the skin and skin contact. Doctor, is it necessary, necessary to have like more than one position during a sex session? It is not necessary. But is it, it's one of those things that you, at least you should but try. Of course. It's fine. It's fun. We do not want to just have sex for the sake of having sex. Part of it is we want to have fun. Part of it is we want to always keep ourselves interested. Part of it is that we want to look forward to it. Because you can imagine, if every time you ate pap and cabbage, Sometimes it's just like, not today, I don't want to eat. Because honestly, I know how it tastes, I know everything. I know the cabbage before it was born, before it was even planted, because you know it. But when there is some sense of something that you're going to look forward to, you're going to look forward to something, finding a new thing, you're looking forward to finding out what your body can do from an exercise point of view, you're looking forward to that connection in cases where you say, today, let's try and do connection. So it's, it's something that, any and every relationship can benefit from. Well, uh, we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the positions, and already I've got some requests uh, from our listeners for the recording of tonight's show. We started last week Thursday, okay? <laughs> so next week Thursday, again, we'll go to these six positions. All you need to do if you want to listen back and make notes is uh, go to our website. That's where you're going to be able to get the podcast of the show. Doctor, before I let you go, what... Uh, tell us about your Afro Love Expo. Okay, about the Afro Love Expo. Actually, this is a concept that has been there that we are developing as black uh, business people. We are inviting even other businessmen to come on board. But what we are looking at is experiencing a sex show, but that is African in nature. Now, when we say it's African in nature, what are we talking about? Can't you remember that in even one of our talks, somebody who said, it's like we, it, it, sex did not uh, exist in Africa. It's like there were no practices that were there. It was like there's no education that was there. So we are bringing the African way in which sex has been seen or it was practiced in the olden days and integrating with what is in existence so that we can have an African way of understanding sex. This expo is going to last for about three days. It's going to be in a farm around here in Pretoria. We will definitely invite you. We are not only looking at education, but we are also going to be looking at solutions on how we can make sure that our sexual lives um, are, are being taken care of. This from utilizing our own motives 
I'm going to be talking to you about some of your guests that you've heard on the show as to how we can bring them on board. That we, There is absolutely nothing wrong with using African medicine for your sexual life, which is something that has not been really um, marketed that much. So we are bringing everything sex in an African context and bringing education. And of course, as part of it, which is a very big facet of, 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 of this expo, is we are also going to open up the same conversation that you've had now to say what has happened to Africanism. What is happening now, gender-based violence and femicide, is something that is new. So we also want to open up these conversations to say how do we also as African people, because we are practitioners of sex, is sex also having an effect on what is happening in gender-based violence? So it's an, an expo that is done in an African manner. We mainly are going to invite all the players, but that we would like to mainly have our African players because it looks like sex mainly has been westernized. We want to bring it back to Africa also. How do our roots have an impact on, on our sexual lives and how it can promote sexuality and as how it can prevent the ills and the isms that we are getting in, 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 in seeing on an everyday space in African life. I can't but of wait. of course, once the date is closed and you can't wait, and I can assure you are definitely going to be part of this. So I, I can't wait also to have you as part of this <laughs> agenda. So we'll definitely inform you. We are just waiting for... Um, for the time for the lockdown, but during the we are utilizing this time as time for planning. We've got a lot of companies that when that time comes, I will request you guys that we can have that bit of a conversation. But we want to Africanize sex. Sex has always been there. Sex has always been good. And we, we always have this idea that African people never enjoyed sex. No, man. African people have always enjoyed sex. They have their codes on how they talk. For instance, just to give you a glimpse of what would happen in the olden days, if you went and you got married, your mama's daughter would even give you a box of matches because they want to see and support you in your sexuality to say, is my son delivering? So they will tell you, if it went to the end, put one full stick. If it didn't go to end, break the stick and put it in the So in the morning, the mama's daughter will come to you and go under the duke and take those sticks to see, oh, okay, no man, this guy is unable to take this child to the end. Oh, this is a half. And wow. then they'll come and intervene to find a way. They'll go and sit with the child and find a way. And it was a woman's thing. So these are the things that we want to resuscitate. These are the conversations that we'd like to have. How do we mix what was together with this? And so that we can enjoy our sexual life without fear. Because now a lot of men, women indeed, we have fear. We are lacking trust. So we want to come in also and be a player on how we can revolutionize uh, sexual things of people. Listen, I think before that uh, Afro <laughs> Love Expo, you and I are going to be on the show talking about some of these uh, things that were done in our African tradition when it comes to sex. Yes. Mama Zala, the mother-in-law being part of the sexual experience, wow, this is a yes. new one. But we will have this conversation. <laughs> so I'm in trouble here, okay? Tidi, who's in <laughs> Fauville, says, hey Patricia, please be early next Next week we need our one full hour please 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 td please don't smack me next week thursday we will continue with these this thick handbook we haven't even got in into um positions of individual sex loving <laughs> um so yes doctor next week we continue with our sex positions thank you so very much you must have an orgasmic time, Pat. Please, I don't want to hear about you going to the doctor again. Please, <laughs> man, we can stop this thing. And please, to our dear sisters and mothers and grandmothers and grandmothers, I did not make a mistake. 
at let's just enjoy ourselves. And orgasm a day keeps the water away. Let's have fun and let's enjoy our bodies. And of course, together with my brother, and let's work together and let's be gender by this by this. Thank you. Thank you very much, Doctor. <laughs> Remember that everyone is able to get a recording or to get the, the podcast of the show. Uh, so you can get all those tips on our website in the podcast area, www.safm.co.za. We are back again next week, Monday, and uh, definitely looking forward to that part of the show where we have the clairvoyant medium come in uh, to give a reading about your life, your love life and everything in between. But between now and then, let's interact on social media platforms at SAFM Radio, at Patricia N. Dooley. From the A-Team and myself, may goodness and grace lead you all to the great heights of success.